Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Hey there. This is Harmar Superstar, and this is the first-ever episode of my new show, Nocturnal Emotions. Uh, to listen to new episodes as they drop, just subscribe to the iTunes feed by visiting Earwolf.com or iTunes. Check it out. You won't regret it. I'm the fucking best. Hey there, welcome to Nocturnal Emotions, where the nighttime is the right time. I'm Sean Tillman, aka Harmar Superstar, your host. I'll be interviewing actors, musicians, comedians, writers, and general people of interest to myself, and hopefully you, the listeners at home, or in your cars, or avoiding work, or whatever the case may be. I'll be bringing you one-on-one, after-dark conversations that focus on embarrassing moments in my guests' careers and lives. That should be a lot of fun. Maybe sometimes turn a little dark. But that's the point. We got to get real, everybody. I want to bring you the really real realness. Um, And whatever else happens throughout the talks is just icing on the cake. A little extra for me, for you. It's all going around. But that's it. That's the idea. Simple. Good times. And uh, I can't wait to get into it. So my first... My first guest. I mean, I'm still a little dumbstruck and and uh, so excited that um, Macaulay Culkin has come in to do the first episode with me. Um, you know, I don't think he needs much of an introduction. You all probably know know who he is. He's an actor, of course, uh, an artist, and a film enthusiast. Um, just such a, a really good charades player, a great conversationalist, and we're lucky to have him. Um, he let me know through in in the interview. You'll hear him talk about it. But uh, this is his first first interview in six years. Like six fucking years, guys. We're breaking the cherry. Um, we're doing it up, Mac. Uh, we we taped the episode at his New York City loft, come art studio. 
a lot of work going on around there, amazing paintings. Um, we'll be talking about some of those. Kurt Cobain is a hacker, for example. Uh, and this is all going up this week at his show uh, that's opening with Adam Green and uh, Toby Goodshank. They go under the name uh, The Three Men and a Baby. Um, that's happening this week. And tune in until the, uh, the end of the episode. I will give you all the, the information about the opening. Pop by, check out the art. Um, so without further ado... Here he is. Here's my conversation with Macaulay Culkin. Enjoy. Me, 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 me. La, la. We are. We're doing it. This is real. Yeah. What? Oh, it's cool. And we can't even hear it from here. can hear you, though. We can hear Adam Green in the background. <laughs> So I'm here, Mac Macaulay. I call you Mac yeah, for future reference. One, one syllable, Mac. You know, it's good. Yeah. It's simple. I like that. Yeah. Thanks for letting me take over your, uh, you know, your your habitat oh, slash art studio. This place is amazing. Oh. It's so fun to come over to. Well, every thank day. you. Yeah, yeah. Well, me and the boys, we just threw plastic over everything just so uh, it was spill proof. And then, uh, yeah, we're just going to town. We're trying to keep it classic. You know? Yeah, it's just like a full on like art factory over here. Every time I come over, there's like. 20 new six foot paintings it's, we're just churning them out you know, I yeah. love it Yeah, it's so a it's, lot of fun you know yeah I, I, even though I was just out of town seeing some family and uh, just showing them pictures of my living room they're like it, that doesn't look re- that looks like you know an art studio from the 80s or something yeah, like exactly. that yeah exactly like, yeah, yeah. no no that's real that's actually in Manhattan too yeah, right? in yeah. my house actually in my, in my <laughs> living room literally but it's, I mean it's a lot of fun because there's been uh, times where uh uh, like I went to sleep Just you know whatever Had a normal night Woke up Had my coffee My cigarette I'm walking around it Took half a day before I realized There's a whole mural That like Adam did That's like 8 by 10 feet And it's just like I'm just going about my business Like, like a normal morning Without even realizing You know like Dude, it, yeah. It's kind of fun like that I'll wake up And there'll just be new things That's here. a treasure trove You got And that's Adam Adam is Adam Green That you're referring to He's Yes yes Adam always Green here Making his stuff And Toby Goodshanks In here a lot Making yeah, yeah, things Yeah it's a th- th- Those are the two guys That have keys We're the ones that are uh, <laughs> uh, We call ourselves Three men and a baby you know, yeah, just, you know, we had to come up with something. So uh, I feel like the baby sometimes. Yes, like, yes. It was like like today, like I come over and uh, and we had like probably one of the most glorious days I've had in a long time because we just you know plan to meet up and I know we're gonna learn some silk screening techniques. Yeah, which we haven't done yet. We're yeah. gonna do that. <laughs> we'll eventually, do that. we'll get to the silk screening. Eventually, we'll start making some t-shirts. But I mean, we had to watch Hackers first, you know. Which oh, was, of course, yeah. And yeah. The, into Go, which into is, Go, and now we're gonna uh, follow it up with uh, Airborne. That's yeah. gonna be the the, the chaser, the rollerblading. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the, there's a, a, a definite like theme between all three, and I'm not really sure where it is. I know that Go is like the two hackers hacking 80s all-in uh, metaphors go as the ecstasy and party yeah, version I mean, they of all, that. They both have really distinct styles in the way that they dress, distinct tones to the movies. They have very distinct soundtracks. You know, I mean, I don't know. For some reason, the transition just felt right yeah. from, from hackers to go. And, and then yeah. Airborne, just, it seems like just dessert almost. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. I mean, there's going to be a lot of like cheap giggles in it and stuff like that. You know, yeah. But that, there's definitely more hackers than, than go, you know? Yeah. But like yeah, except revolving around rollerblading. Yeah, rollerblading races. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. street it's, hockey. Oh yeah, oh, Seth Green doing the quick changes, the the the, the clothes changing montage. Oh, like amazing. I mean, you know, oh, very. Oh, I forgot nice. about that. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one is in this awkward kind of longer hair the phase. The long hair phase, which is great. Know, I always love those comic films. relief. You know, I love to best see friend kind of uh, role. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But exactly, he, yeah, he kills it. I, you know, that's I very much remembered. He was pretty much the only person I remembered from that movie because that movie was just on cable all the time. Yeah, and it was just like it's. It's sometimes like, you know, the... 
it's it's weird because I was talking about my CD case and like you know like there's all these great movies that I'm into but like those aren't the ones that I have like in my like I don't have Citizen Kane but I have Big Trouble in Little China <laughs> yeah you exactly know? it's the, like those things that were just always on cable it's usually like two stars or less movies exactly. are the ones that are like are like burned into your subconscious yeah you know? like like I have like One Crazy Summer and like Police Academy mm-hmm. three are kind of mm-hmm. in that regard for me because I remember it like, means something to you yeah. in a funny way it reminds you of a time it's more nostalgic than you know chariots of fire you yeah know? like yeah actually I had one uncrazy summer watching one crazy summer every day you know mm-hmm. yeah, I did that, that with Days and Confused like every day like uh, during the summer you know yeah. yeah yeah I wanted to yeah I wanted to live in the uh, 70s in Texas you know, yeah. mm-hmm. well who doesn't I mean that's, that's when the girls were hottest I that's, think. that's true and and the shorts were, were, were short and, yeah, you know, exactly yeah, yeah. And, the, and the ladies were braless you know yeah the yeah. old days yeah you know just yeah. a little bit gruesome sometimes but mm-hmm. you know and that's, the venereal that's, diseases weren't as, weren't as gross so they weren't as yeah, deadly. Yeah, you know, they like, sort yeah. of were more kinder, gentler. Yeah, yeah. Free love, you know, yeah. There's still a little bit of free love there, you know, yeah. Although, although they were less shaven, I would say that, you know. That's true. Yeah. But I don't mind, like, you know, kind of just a... A mega bush can be all right. You know yeah, I mean, like, I mean, you know, I, I think it, I think somebody. Yeah, I mean, I'm told like I'm I I don't understand like just like the the, the landing strip or the straight up bald. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Like that kind of that's that's a little too I don't know ped, a pedophile for me. Yeah, like, it can that's be terrifying. Like, you know, but uh, yeah, but like a big old bush. Like I like someone who feels like they they, they maintain themselves. At that's the very that's least. Good. They actually kind of give a shit. You that's, know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because they kind of let it go a little too nuts. You're like, you just don't care. You just gave up. With yeah, that, I feel like you know? you're like, talking directly to me right now. Yeah. I probably should. I, I feel should. like you're talking to my soul. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, I think you, you know, like I said, you got you to gotta tend to the garden every once in a while. Every I'd once say. in a while, just as a, a courtesy, you know? Yeah, exactly. To me. Now, if not for you, for me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have like a show, you and Adam and Toby, speaking of those guys, you have uh, a show coming up, coming up at Le Poison Rouge. Yeah, La, La Poison Rouge. Uh, it's going to be in September, I think. It's probably going to be the 13th, is what, look, what it's looking like right now. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Are like collaborating on a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's it's very interesting collaborating with other artists. Uh, you know, uh, when it comes to like painting or whatever, um, because you want the show to look unified. And if you just had three different artists doing three separate pieces at a time, like it just won't look like it's the same show. Yeah. So we've been like hovering over the same canvas and stuff. Like we'll come up with concepts or words even that usually make us laugh. To yeah. be honest, and we kind of just go to town on it. You know. So uh, one of them we did like a, it was a uh, uh, it was it was a disco. Uh, luau uh, Hellraiser Like we took those three words <laughs> yeah. And you know Spent a week on a canvas and, You know wow. Like a six by six foot canvas And went to town with it And then like we did a corn concert and Oh yeah the like, corn you know. concert's genius I'm a big fan of the uh, Kurt Cobain as a hacker I feel yeah, like Yeah that one's really coming together uh, That's something special like, Yeah, yeah I, Actually I left town And I came back uh, You know Because they have keys so They lose themselves in and out So like I'll come back And I'll have like The whole apartment Will just be full of new pieces And uh, I literally like It was one Right by the door, and I just like dropped my bag and just stared at it. Like, I, I spent like nine hours in airports, and like, all I wanted to do was lay down. But I, yeah. took, I took 10 minutes just to go, Holy shit, that's amazing! He you looks know? amazing. Like, Kurt looks like uh, so kind of forlorn in the yeah, photos. Yeah, he looks like sad and just you know, but then he's he's you know, he's got a computer in front of him and he's typing out some code. But I feel and, like, I mean, like, really, it inspired us watching Hackers, and we did. And then, like, there was black, negative black space, and then after the film, Adam mm-hmm. filled in 
all the code, the knowledge that's swirling like, around. Uh, yeah, and a couple hacking. of hackers references, you know, <laughs> Zero Cool and Lord and Icon. So and, that's you know? where the, that's like exactly where collaboration comes into play. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you exactly. have a piece in the heart of that painting right now. Yes, because- <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah, and we just feed off of each other in that funny way. You know, exactly. yeah, and just like you know whether like we'll get inspiration from you know movies or you know songs or whatever, and we kind of just you know we want it to be a really fun kind of show because yeah. the place is like as a bar slash nightclub slash restaurant slash gallery. It's kind of a lot. It's an amalgamation. Of yeah, things. yeah. And so rather than you know trying to just like make it a gallery or something, we're you know or like try to make it too. I don't know. Like we know we understand that there's people that are going to be drinking and stuff. So yeah. we're making things that people who have been drinking want to look at. Exactly. It's, it's a lot of fun. Like you know the corn concerts. I guess just a sea of faces. You know. And so, <laughs> but, but it's like it's a sea of like God, who am I looking at right here? Yeah, there's I mean, so no, many. I mean, there's like where's Waldo's in there? Et's in there. You know. Yeah, Waldo's in there. You know. You'll see something new every time you look at it. Even I, every time I walk by it, because like I said, I, you know, we're all collaborating. So sometimes I'll look over to the left side of the canvas and see what like Toby's been doing. And yeah, go, oh like, my oh, god, this flipping amazing! You Betty know? Boop so, just appeared. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. She's at the corn <laughs> show. <right>? Exactly. <laughs> what are you doing here? Jerry Seinfeld's there. Yeah. What are you doing here? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but like that's the thing. So like we're kind of like like I said, with something stuff that you, it's a it's a very it's a very fun kind of show. Yeah, I mean, uh, you want you want people to feel comfortable around the art, like while they're drinking and like kind of make it part of the fun of exactly like the it's all experience. very durable we're making them out of these big old canvases or vinyl tarps or whatever you know like it's okay you can spill your drink on it and yeah. like it'll survive like that kind of thing you know exactly so, yeah so we're kind of just embracing the atmosphere which is really cool I really dig that place and so uh, yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun so and you have like kind of you have a DJ night there like well monthly yes, monthly yes, it's, uh, yeah my friend uh, who's one of the managers there uh, he got drunk one night and just texted me what would you think about doing a party called Macaulay Culkin's iPod and he totally expected me to say no and I was like yeah I'm in let's do this <laughs> what and day so, uh, yeah so it's uh, it's, the, it's the second Thursday of every month uh, and we do like we kind of just uh, we kind of I never invited anybody I kind of just started doing it and the first two months like it was literally like eight people showed up and it slowly they kind of just built up a nice following it's a lot of um, it's kind of a, we've embraced the, the theme quote unquote of a nostalgia pretty much a lot of stuff from like the 80s and 90s uh, we have a lot of old wrestling on the TV screens and um, uh, even a lot of the themes that we're doing we started incorporating themes so we did a prom night so people actually came dressed up as like ready for their prom yep. we did like a dinosaur birthday theme like it was set up for like a 10 year old's dinosaur like you know theme party yeah one night one, the last time I went there was a Tent in the room. That yes, was, that uh, was when Adam was guest uh, guest DJ or guest uh, iPoding. I guess uh, you know it's great. Cause I, can, I can kind of call myself a DJ, but not really, because literally I just make a playlist and plug in my iPod and just drink at the end of the bar for the whole night. But so. your playlists are kind of legendary. You really get into a well, theme. You. Like you're really good at that. They're like, solid. Like yeah, I, I, I'd like to think that I have an okay ear for things. And I like you know the thing is I'll play a lot of things at the party that aren't necessarily my taste. You know, like, they're not necessarily things I listen to on a day to day basis. I don't necessarily listen to uh, like a virgin every day. But, yeah. Like, you you know, like yeah, I just try to appeal to women, especially like if you get women <laughs> dancing, you know, then uh, then uh, you know, then the men will follow. Like, exactly. If you get women to show up, the men will follow that That's... kind of thing. So, uh, but actually, I must say, uh, you know, we do actually get a very good ratio of, of girl to guy. It's about a seventy thirty split. I've That's never really seen anything nice. like it. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it's actually it's uh, been quite good. But I'm sure now that I'm spreading the word, yeah. a bunch of dudes is going to yeah. be a sausage fest. Dudes, you, know, you heard that? Around. Stay at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Send your lady out. Yeah, send your lady out. We'll show them a good time. 
Savor yeah. the pass. It's mm-hmm. for the night. You know, it's yeah, fine. And, and the thing is, we don't charge at the door. Like if we, I felt like if we charge at the door, it become this thing where like I, I, I felt beholden to people that I'd have to like perform. Yeah, or, like, exactly. Give them something, you know. So yeah, it's like, exactly. We kind of just let it. We let whoever wants to come in come in. It's actually kind of a really kind of relaxed kind of night. But it's a lot of fun. We give people excuses to dress up. We did a New Year's theme last go round. Uh, we did a countdown every hour on the hour starting at eleven. So uh, you know we did lots of like it was a good excuse for. Um, you know, you for people to kiss strangers, the stranger right next to him after exactly. every countdown, drink champ, you know, drink champagne out of yeah. someone's shoe, yeah, you know, celebrate, like you celebrate know, yeah. your new herpes. Yeah, yeah, and break the, up the two thousand eight <laughs> glasses. You know, yeah, spread a little herpes. You know, yeah, like why not? That's a party. You know, exactly. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. You know, <laughs> exactly, man. Like, and just like I think, like your uh, your diligence and just your ear for like um, for just like the. The pod, like iPod, like I playlists that you make, uh, really reflect like in your in your charades playing because you know mm-hmm. you've, it's like and especially like when I come over here and play with you and your siblings, mm-hmm. it's epic kind of night. insane. There's they are epic, <laughs> epic insane nights like just because everybody is on this wavelength that's like next level and it makes me feel proud of like the charades community like, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean like, like yeah they, they jump right in get mid stride and like yeah we start getting the psychic links with each other and it's it gets really insane although like you know me and my brother Kieran like you know we're we've always were very competitive when we were kids but like um one time we played uh, we were playing charades over at like a uh, it was like an after after party at a friend's place it was like 40 of us and we were on the same team and it was literally we got eight answers in a row we never even said like a word to each yeah. other it was just like they did they did break us up like, no, it was, I've like, seen that a that, weird though. psychic kind of link you know it is like, terrifying yeah. you guys yeah. can go for like a, a solid two minutes just, just without bam, 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 when there's five people on the team yeah yeah that's amazing so like yeah usually you know but then like you add a couple more Culkins in there and a couple <laughs> other seasoned veterans like it's, it's a really good group though but it's not like Intimidating, like we always didn't. We were very inclusive. We've oh, yeah. new players. We teach new players. It's a, it's some epic nights. Actually, we're long overdue. Ever since we have like had all this plastic on this art supplies out. Yeah, I, I know all this pesky art you guys. All have this been pesky made. art all over the place. You know, yeah. But we haven't gotten to jog our brains yeah, uh, know, within right? the other way. <laughs> I think uh, I think we'll push some canvases up against the wall and have one pretty soon. Yeah, it's good times. Good times. Legendary. You know, there's like there's a lot of like good like. Um, you know, it always devolves into some sort of like face slapping competition yeah, between well, brothers. You know, that was like, we've only really done that once. <laughs> I know. It became I, the thing. I don't say so always I flippantly. I'm it's, sorry. It's, oh, believe me, it's, it's, it's been a very memorable night. It's actually my brother Kieran's birthday, and we cleared out the place. And he, that my birthday present to him is actually what he asked for is if he could throw a party at my place. And next thing you know, there's like 200 people here. Um, and then, um, he he had just learned this game called Whiskey Slaps. Oh, yeah, and, that's uh, it. Yeah, and so what the game essentially is, <laughs> is two people get face each other face-to-face. They each have a shot of whiskey in their hand. One person takes the shot and then prepares it, and then the other person smacks them as hard as they want to, essentially. <laughs> and then you do it again to the other person. The other person takes their shot, and the other person smacks them. And that's the whole game, period. And so when you explain this to me, I go, no idea what you're talking about. This doesn't sound like fun at all. I don't like, want to do that. sound crazy, you know? And so then, um, but then, like, you know, you get a couple of drinks in you, and he's like, let's do this. And so, like, I decided to watch, and they had a whole circle. They matched people up randomly, and then, bam, like, shot, smack. I mean, men smacking women, women smacking 
men. Like, I know. I mean, it was like you know, it's like seventeen-year-old smacking forty-year-olds and vice versa. And it was like it was, ama- <laughs> all in it was good kind fun. of amazing, though. No, it was all in fun. Like <laughs> each time, some like they'd smack the shit out of each other. It always ends in a hug. There was always that like, big laughing. It was kind of like this weird kind of tribal like rite of passage. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole circle around them perpetually going like, <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. And it was just, but it was very exhilarating. So I actually did do it for one round, and actually, you know, like, it was a very weird thing because I almost enjoyed being slapped more than no, slapping. Yeah, yeah you know? I, I think that's where I'd come into like the real but, dilemma. Yeah, the, exactly. Doing the slapping, it, it always is. It, like I don't think I could slap a woman. To be totally, I know. Honest. I, I feel like I, really I feel like I'd get paired up with the lady. Yeah, she'd exactly. slap. She'd you knock know? out you a tooth. Wanna, you know, but you don't want to wuss out because if you don't even smack them, kinda, then they're like, oh, you know, you suck. They're gonna take the shot too. It's, the girl's gonna take the shot. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> always. Well, I always, I always want to smack second because if I, because you know, if I smack first, then like I want to know. Like if they smack me really hard, I'm gonna smack them really hard. You know, that kind of thing. But I only did it. We only did that one night essentially, but it became infamous. Like, yeah, became, I feel like it's just like, like it's, uh, it's, Binky, the uh, uh, Adams collaborator. Uh, she just like I think she was actually like emotionally scarred just by watching it. And like that, I was the whiskey slaps guy for like a year, like afterward. You know, like yeah, just like oh, like oh, the, those weird Culkin smacking each other. You're like oh, like no, I tell you, it was a one time. It was thing. one time thing. But, Maybe uh, I caught Karen doing it somewhere else. Maybe yeah, it's yeah, really it's Karen's thing. He, that's his type. It's of game. Karen's it's, thing. I'm not surprising that like, it's not surprising <laughs> that he introduced it to the circle. You know. But, oh, and uh, he's yeah. brutal about like like word games and stuff. Like not letting someone get the answer. Yeah, like, yeah, don't he was tell holding anyone. court that one time. Like yeah, yeah, he had a whole bunch <laughs> of new word games. Really I disappointed in me. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you, had, you had the you had a hard time with the I like coffee, but I don't yeah. like tea. That yeah, I got that, it yeah. too later, and then I just mm-hmm. thought of the dumbest thing, and then it was like oh god. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, there's lots of little poking games. It's a painful memory. We're, I'm you just know, I'm, it's a painful memory. Just, just not talk about this anymore. It's after but, uh, dark. Yeah, well, you know, seven kids in the family, so you gotta, you know, you gotta figure out how to entertain yourself. Oh yeah, and, exactly. Uh, yeah, so like lots of uh, word games or driving games or smacking each other, or drinking whiskey games. I guess, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know that's a later, yeah, now, later now, life. Now it lives looms large in the Culkin, you know, legacy. I guess. Yeah, and the lore. It's mm-hmm. nice, you know. Man. So yeah, and you know that that brings me back to <laughs> where. Where is Len? Where, where, yes, where is Len? Yeah, we, we, we had Len, yeah, we were watching uh, Go, and then just like there's a lens, steal my sunshine, steal breaks in. Steal my sunshine. And, yes, well, <laughs> I can't even about to start saying it. <laughs> like, yeah, I fucking love yeah, Len, man. shit is sick sick. This shit's sick. But yeah, we were sitting around talking about, where's Len anyway? Yeah. Like, what, are they, what are they doing? Are they thinking of me? You know, like, <laughs> and what was the other band? That, but it was the same day. Urban as, Dance Squad. Urban Dance Squad. Because they were in Squad. Hackers with, yes. their, yep. with their exact ripoff of uh, Rage Against the Machine yeah it really was good it's, grief it sounds like it the riffs are just like it it's... but yeah he's not as mad he's not raging he's more just uh, pondering yes he's yes. like good grief good grief <laughs> good grief <laughs> good grief I love the 90s the 90s were like a point when you could get away with anything like you could not you could literally not be able to play a guitar oh, yeah. and write like the biggest hit song. Like, you know, you'd go back to like song. Everclear yeah. or something like this. It's like mm-hmm. two chords. Not, you know, not to rag on anybody in particular, mm-hmm. but like, come on, they're an easy target. But like, <laughs> they're, that, they're that style, they're, you know, they're, they're the head of the pack of mm-hmm. a thousand bands behind them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they made the most money. I mean, so we can make you know, one I mean, it's a big deal that like, you know, Smash Mouth like played their own instruments. Oh like, my God. Big deal. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, I was one of those people, like I was just always dead set against like the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. They were just manufacturing 
manufacture, and they were kind of just not my not my sound. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm being nice. That's cool, yeah. Uh, and so, but at the same time, I was wondering, well, okay, am I just trying to like go against the grain? Like, you know, would I not like the Beatles if they showed up? Like, just because they were so popular? Yeah, you know? yeah, like, exactly. Would I just dismiss them? So, like, but then I was thinking, like, well, no, because the Beatles played their own instruments and they wrote their own songs. Like, you know, even if you didn't like it, you'd have to at least have some, you know, like small amount of respect for them. Yeah. With Instinct and Backstreet Boys, they didn't play their own stuff. They didn't write their own songs, and it was just kind of like it was, you know, I don't know. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I, I don't think I, 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 I think I would have liked the Beatles, you know, but like, yeah, <laughs> I still think I would have. I don't though, know. Even though I always hate everything that's new, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I'm you a crotchety don't. old man already. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. It's a jump off point, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. The, <laughs> the worst because it was not a jump off point for my brain I was like yeah that's a good, that's a good jump. wait where, where, where is I where am I talking at where am I and we are in the room uh, it's all happening the room the room oh yeah that was another thing like all day today we were quoting the room we oh, watched, yeah. somebody on YouTube put together all of Tommy Wiseau's like lines and just put them all like, in consecutive order and uh, that just made my heart melt like, uh, <laughs> like yeah we, we, we you know we we, we have to work with Tommy Wiseau. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get Adam on the Tommy Wiseau. Camp, oh, dude, so, yeah. yeah. There's needs there needs to be a collaboration. Yeah, of we're gonna some make sort. this happen because like since sincere fan, like I don't think anyone can actually like do what he did and what he does like on purpose. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening out there, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, we're talking to you. We need you to help us make an, another film. Some beautiful art, some art films. You can even you can paint on some canvases. We we love you, Tommy. Yeah, it's true. It's it's a uh, it's a not. An ironic offer. It's like yes. legitimate, like on the table. Mm-hmm. We need yeah, yeah. to make no, no, something we're, with we're, you. We're not, we're not playing. We're not making fun. You know, yeah. We, we love you, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> yeah, get that <laughs> nocturnal voice on. Maybe he'll respond <laughs> to the... Live from Macaulay Culkin's Loft. <laughs> this is coming out to you, Tommy Wiseau. Straight to the heart Straight of Tommy to Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> Sending love letters to Tommy Wiseau over the airwaves. That's how we roll. <clears throat> I don't know what I'd do if we actually met I think I actually might be starstruck in that yeah, instance. Yeah, I, I think my heart would flutter a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of going, oh. Like, I just get, I, I get returned to a five-year-old giddy kid, like, meaning Mickey Mouse, you know, like, yeah. something like that, you know, yeah. Exactly. You need mm-hmm. a picture, hopefully he wouldn't ruin the moment, mm-hmm, and that would crush mm-hmm. you for life, and, mm-hmm. like, alter the outcome of maybe future shows, things that happen. Just, like, it's just the domino effect, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. It, it would be, it'd be, that would be the pinpoint moment. That would be the quantum leap moment that needs to be fixed. Known know? as the Wiseau effect. The Wiseau effect. The, the Wiseau <laughs> wave <laughs> the ripple of nipple the, <laughs> the ripple of nipple indeed <laughs> oh why so Here, that's where oh, we're at why so why so <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible has been around for years, so you've probably heard a lot about it, but there's a lot you might not know. For instance, did you know that Audible has an A-list collection where you can hear celebrities like Dustin Hoffman, Samuel L. Jackson, and Anne Hathaway read your favorite classics? Yeah, that's the way to go out. Samuel L. Jackson Bedtime Stories. Pretty amazing option, if you ask me. Also, did you know that Audible audiobooks can be played on your iPhone, Android, Kindle Fire, Windows Phone, and over 500 MP3 players? So, your options are there. You've got the capability. I know it. If you're listening to this, you can do it. Well, most importantly, though, did you know that you can get a free audiobook in a 30-day free trial by visiting 
www.audiblepodcast.com backslash Harmar. Yeah, that's my name. Audiblepodcast.com backslash H-A-R-M-A-R. If you need a place to start, I'd recommend Dennis Rodman's Bad As I Want to Be. Hilarious, insightful, lots of references to Pearl Jam. Listen to it. Once again, that's audiblepodcast.com backslash Harmar. Dude, I'm trying to think. So, like, I like to, like, delve into, like, particularly, like, kind of, like, embarrassing it can be on fun stories something like maybe that uh could be could come could become a good sketch someday maybe even like a true life tale of just uh i don't even know how to lead into it. i don't want to put yeah, you on I'm the trying spot to, I'm trying, trying to think of a good like embarrassing story you know one that i'm willing to share with you know the world exactly with people yeah, like, i'm trying yeah, like huh you know because i don't easily embarrass yeah i'm sure i've done plenty of embarrassing things i just don't get embarrassed by them i wake up the <laughs> next day embarrassed sort of thing mm-hmm. for a little while and then i like make it go away mm-hmm. i just pull it back in. I'm sure I've made more people embarrassed for me than like I've been embarrassed myself. Which is some of the half the outfits I go to nightclubs with and stuff oh, like yeah. that. You know, yeah, I'll I, I play dress up every once in a while. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, no, it's also my uh, little brothers used to tease me mercilessly, uh, or at least they teased me later. Uh, I used to wear fake eyeglasses, but it actually kind of was my Clark Kent kind of thing. It was actually like, even if it prevented one out of every ten people from like recognizing me, like while I just like drank my coffee. Like, yeah. That, it, it was totally worth it. I mean, you get fairly... But, you get fairly uh, harassed. Still, on the still have the same face, which is a curse and a blessing. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. In many ways, I, yeah. I'm not complaining. Yeah, sometimes yeah, no. you want anonymity. You know, like when you go to exactly. the bathroom or when you just want to run to the corner for a coffee, or yeah, exactly. cigarettes or something. Yeah, but um, so, but yeah, no, but like I, I actually, I still, I just, I lost that pair. But anyway, they were te- they teased me like so, like oh, remember when you were wearing your fake glasses? And uh, so then I just show up one day, like I bought another pair at the Army <laughs> Surplus store, and like they're like really like old man with the little wings and stuff. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those, those were good. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, they were always embarrassed for me. That's good. But yeah. uh, but I was also like I remember one time uh, I just remembered a silly embarrassing story. I was doing the Nutcracker um, when I did the movie because I did it at Lincoln Center for a couple of years. I, yeah. was, I was a dancer, That's and awesome. I probably would have been a dancer if this whole acting thing never like shook out. Like yeah. I probably I'd probably be about a retired ballet dancer right now, needing a hip replacement surgery. Yeah. But uh, but uh, so I was. Doing I didn't the movie. know that actually. Yeah That's yeah crazy. yeah. I, I was a I was a I was a dancer. Holy yeah. Uh, but um, so I was uh doing doing it uh doing the movie part of it and we were shooting at some theater in upstate New York or whatever I remember there was this really pretty girl in the, in the chorus like she was a little girl like my, my age like 12, 13 um God, I, I do remember her name, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, uh, anyway, I just remember kind of having like a little crush on her, but uh, never really doing anything about it because these things are so temporary anyway. I mean, we're only shooting the thing for two weeks, like you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm, we're wearing these period costumes, and they're like hot and stuffy as shit. Like they're costumes, so like they're not made to be like worn comfortably, and uh, and we're in like the tights and all that stuff. And I just remember at some point. Uh, I was like, I me and this other kid, Misha, we were kind of just messing around or whatever. And at some point, like, I jumped and kind of like landed like a frog, like squatting, and I totally just split my pants. Oh my just straight up, just split my pants like right down the middle, like yeah. really, like right in front of. That can too. like alter your life at that age. Yeah, too. no, like, it that's really like, was like a deep cut. Like, and, 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 and I kind of just stay down there for a minute, and you're just like. 
okay, like how do I handle this? And I, just, yeah. like, I, oh, I got up and I remember I, I got I got somebody to hand me a uh, a pillow and I kind of was holding it on my butt and kind of like which walking, is even cooler, yeah, even cooler. You know? <laughs> like I'm putting like tidy whities under it, my fruit of the looms, and I'm just like oh, like and I'm just like I got the pillow and I had to like like sidestep my way out of the room, but I just remember splitting my pants in front of that 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 good looking girl that I liked, you know, and I don't think we ever really even talked that much. Yeah, you couldn't look at her anymore. Like, but it, I was probably more embarrassed than I probably should have been. Yeah. But like, but like, there's nothing like splitting your pants in front of a girl you have a crush on. Like, I think that's yeah. about as optimal embarrassment as you can go. Yeah, for. especially at that age, because that's like it, that's really like it, it's such an unsure time of your life when you're like 12 or 13, and that's mm-hmm. why everybody's so horrible to each other. Yeah. Because like nobody knows what's going on. Oh, so yeah, like, yeah, no. that could be like potentially you think that's going to ruin your life. Like oh, in yeah, your and mind, it, do, and it like, does for a couple does, of like, weeks. weeks. It really yeah. does. You know, like and you, like you know, like when you're an adult, that thing just slides right off your back. You know, especially because yeah. you're probably drunk when it happens. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. you're just like, but yeah, to be a sober twelve year old, yeah, yeah, yeah surrounded by other sober twelve year olds, the harsh you know? realities of yeah. sober twelve year olds. But I mean, I, that was really like on par with like showing up to a classroom naked, like those like those like classic nightmares. Like I mean, it's really just a classic nightmare. You yeah, know? Like, splitting your pants in front of that girl. You know, yeah, it's like there's just something like like yeah, just like it's on par with like people. Knowing or thinking that you masturbate, even though everybody yes. is, everyone you know knows, what I mean. Everyone, poops, everyone you know, is. Like, yeah. It's like, but you just think that, like, if that oh, phone I'm, call I'm, comes, a prank phone call comes to your house, you are gonna mm-hmm. die mm-hmm. if, like, your brother or sister gets to the phone first. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you mm-hmm. are ruined. Well, I remember, like, I'm, you know, I, I'm, whenever I'm like with a girl, like, you know, we're like, I'm very open. I very, you know, I talk about masturbating and blah 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 blah. Like, I, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but like, I've been caught once by a girlfriend, and it was like, I was like so mortified. Yeah, like, yeah, it was weird. I can like, she, she knew I was in. She kind of was so like, oh, haha, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, blah blah blah, and she kind of just like you know moved on with her day. And didn't, <laughs> think, didn't think twice about it. Uh, but like, yeah, like I was like, I was like mortified for like, like a month after. My dump? Like, Do I have a whole new status? In yeah, this and like just the person I've seen me naked for years, <laughs> yeah. you know, like that kind of thing, you know. And it was just like, oh, like wow, you know. But it was one of those things where it was like so long that it was like I'm sure if they like caught me in the first two weeks, it would have been like fine, you know, like yeah, you know, yeah, because like, yeah, they were oh, like it's a new thing everything's always new with each other it's like a long term thing where it's like everything's already old hat and they discover something like new like that you know like they just like walk into the room and just like have like a giggle about it like oh god like, it made it even worse you know I think that was how dismissive she was of it she was just kind of like oh yeah whatever yeah, you know? of course you're like, doing oh, that all no, the time and I know course, you're doing you know, it every you're day a god, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh okay you know yeah but that I was just, like yeah that embarrassed me much more than it should have been because like I said like, we're always like openly talking about everything but I guess uh, it's one thing to talk about it, I guess, you know, but yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, there's, there's another mortifying uh, moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. good though, it's, I'm it's full so of weird. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they keep coming. They just keep coming, I don't this know. Is, <laughs> I'll just be diarrhoeing out all, all, my, uh, <laughs> all my most embarrassing moments in the world. Brought to you by Mountain Dew, New York. <laughs> by Mountain Dew and Parliament. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. It is a good time. Good times over at the Culkin Loft. <laughs> Making some arts, drinking some dew. Podcasting, it's all happening today. Mm-hmm. Watching maybe our third or fourth movie yeah, of the Airborne, day. Yeah, Airborne, you know, but ever since I said Big Trouble in Little China, now like I'm, I'm starting to get a craving that for is, action, you know. Oh yeah. my God, it is such a classic genius movie. And like, it needs, they need to do a sequel. And actually, I think the longer they wait, the better it will be. Like, if they, you know, like, I think the more time that passes, they can do, they can do something really awesome with it. Yeah. And the first movie was a bomb, relatively speaking, you know, and like, 
this next one would make a hundred million dollars, like no problem. It has such a big cult following at this yeah. point. Do you think it's? Uh, do you think it's something that could be in the cards? We'll see. I don't know. I watched it with the commentary because I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. a nerd. Like I actually like. <laughs> yeah. you know, like I love it that much. That I watch it with the commentary, and like they've like talked about it and joked about it, but they never. They I don't think they're seriously considering a sequel, which is funny because they did do a sequel to uh, Escape from New York, and yeah, like, and that was started with a joke also. Yeah, like, you know, like oh, let's do you know Escape from LA, ha ha. Yeah, and they actually like, did it like 20 years later, and it's like. Oh, I mean, even if, even like, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't think I'd want a um, Big Trouble in Little China sequel if it was like Escape from LA. Though, yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess like, you know, I, I'd want something. You know, like, I mean, that that movie just exists in its own world. It doesn't really even really explain it to you. It just drops you in the middle oh, of yeah, like, you're this just weird there. Chinatown thing. And it's just like see, space but, demon. But you accept karate. it. Yeah. yeah oh, the no, six yeah. demon bag and like, like you know, like yeah. you know, laser shooting. Yeah, laser shooting guys. like wizards, <laughs> Chinese wizards, and like you know, like yeah, like and the big Raiden hats and the whole work. You know, again, but like it's just, it, I don't know, it's such a rich film. Like, I don't know. Like I said, I'll, I'll take any of those two stars or less movies that like I watched over and over when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, like I said, uh, you know, uh, Chariots of Fire or, you know, any of these Oscar winners, you know? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you were just like me, like just growing up. I mean, especially like acting, but like you were just as big of a nerd about movies as I was. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, like, we yeah. can, you can, you can quote believe things. Me. My, my TV was, like, my third parent. Like, yeah. You know, like, yeah, and watching, uh, I was, I was a big movie fan. Like, you know, obviously, you know. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, yeah, I just, and I, I always soaked in, I always knew that I kind of, like, looked at them a little bit different than other people. Like, oh, you know, yeah. For, or at least most people. Like, not everybody. Uh, but, like, yeah, like, you know, and there's certain people, like, you know, when you start kind of talking movies, like, oh, you were like me. You know, like, yeah. you know, like, you know we're the same. Hey, we're the guys. <laughs> yeah. We're those guys. Sorry. Own little comic. Oh, I mean, right I can here. do it. I can like you know, like I can play a version of like name that tune with like movies. Like you show me three frames of it, and I can oh, tell dude. you. What, even if I haven't seen it, like it's ridiculous. Like <laughs> when you just do like the flipping through the channels thing, and you're just like you know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Bird on a wire. Like I don't, I don't know why I've never seen Bird on a wire, but you know, you're a savant. You're like the Rain Man of yeah, exactly. 80s and 90s film. Exactly. I, I can name, I can name that film in three frames. You know, like, like, mm-hmm. like I don't know. drop three frames on the floor and just see, yeah, exactly. count them and name. Like the 18 93 movies. frames in the box. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh, we got. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't oh. think of any other movies because that's I'm the trying, only I'm movie. Think of the, wasn't there like a Muppet Caper or something? The Great like that? Muppet Caper. Something like that. The, you know, those, yeah. I mean, there was like four or five of them. The Muppet just, Movie. Yeah, yeah. The Muppet Movie. And then there was, uh, you know, the other, uh, like, Follow That Bird, like the Sesame oh, yeah. Street type genre. Yeah, with the dodos. That's yeah, what just, the dodos. Just, yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> just watched that, like, like about two months ago. I was just as pleased as I was when I was, you know, eight years old when I first saw it. Yeah, that was a heartwarming film. Mm-hmm. I feel like we learned a lot about the, the acceptance of, of sadness or whatever. Yeah. You know, like yeah, there's some very memorable stuff. Were the Dodos the outcasts or were they the? That seems right. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah, and they had to be the, accepted in to the bird. Mm-hmm, to the culture. bird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was actually I just saw a um, I was at a um, in Paris and I went to the Grand Palais uh, and there was this really great art exhibition about uh, animals in art history you know and like from early paintings of Noah and all the animals and you know symbolism and stuff like that you know horses nobility all that stuff yeah. so there was this whole section about the dodo and like you know we only knew them for like 80 years like I mean all they needed to exist was not meeting us yeah yeah but like you know they didn't even taste that good by like we 
reports. Like, you know, they were plump, but they were dry. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I mean, they were dumb. I mean, I think it's like, I think the sailors would like grab them and they would shake them and they'd give out a distress call. And usually when animals hear a distress call, that means run away. Yeah. Dodos would be like, what's that sound? You know? What's happening over they, here? They said, like, all, all it would take to kill 20 dodos was to catch one and just oh keep shaking God. them. You know, like, yeah. And just like, you know, and then also like, they laid their eggs in the ground and the cat, you know, cats would hide away on the boats and oh it was just, God. boom, 80 years later they were gone. And so it was really neat. And then like in the next room was um, a whole big exhibition about polar bears and, and like how like they're going to be the next dodo and how like, you know, like oh, who man. knows, like maybe your grandkids are going to be doing a report on freaking polar bears and asking you what was it like to live in a world with polar bears or yeah. something, you know, again, it's pretty yeah. intense. It was pretty crazy because they were always around. They were at our bars. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah like they were just, horrible drivers. I had three pet polar bears. <laughs> yeah. They were vicious. You know? yeah. I just wouldn't stay out of my drawers. And then, yeah, we just decided that we didn't like them anymore. <laughs> so we melt in their environment. <laughs> Fuck those polar bears. Sorry. Sorry, guy. Sorry, Mac the third. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, no. So it was like, yeah, it was really neat, but like really intense. But it was like, yeah, the modern day dodo. Wow. Was like a polar bear, you know, like, geez. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of weird to think that things will go extinct. Yeah, well, that's, heavy, that's like an we... inevitable fact of like planet Earth. Is yeah. That like 99.999999 like percent of things that have ever existed are already extinct. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, like, I mean, there are all, you know, like there are all kinds of species that we don't even know even existed. If they didn't become a fossil, we don't even, you know, to us, they didn't even exist. Yeah. What know? better proof of evolution not existing? You know? Yeah, right. That's exactly. why Jesus is real. Obviously, Jesus <laughs> put the dinosaurs there to try to trick us. Yeah. They were just like an appetizer yeah, on yeah, the like, world menu. Exactly. You know, just wanted to lead us astray. You know, like, yeah. The earth is really only 1,500 years old. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. We've made a lot of good use of it and mm-hmm. wasted most of it. So that's yeah. cool. We've and done that's a good the thing. job. It's like, you know, eventually, like, if, as long as you come to terms with the fact that, like, we're going to go extinct no matter what, essentially, there's almost nothing to stop it. Like, yeah. you know, as long as you kind of come to terms with that, then it's like, you know, you, you can, you know, you can live life more fully. That, yeah. Like, you know, what you're doing really isn't all that important. You know, like, you know, 10,000 years from now, like, who, you know, well, come on. <laughs> yeah, what are we? We're just a grain of sand, you exactly. know? Like, come on. In the wind, just man. come on, man. Just make some art and get yeah, into just, the Exactly. Like, the make fold. some art, do some podcasts, you know? Like, yeah, make some music, you know? Take do, on the do big. Do some fake DJing. The you know? big issues, man. We're mm-hmm. getting it going. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. We're tackling big issues, <laughs> not drugs. <laughs> yeah, that's, Tommy Wiseau yeah. here talking about the room and how he, quote unquote, tackled the issue of drugs. With that one scene, if you haven't seen the yeah, room, yeah. where it just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> And the, Give me my money, Denny. <laughs> is it is it De- is it Denny Danny? I think it's Denny. With I an can't, e. Nobody knows. But yeah, okay, <laughs> who knows the way he pronounces things? Oh hi, Denny. but you had a good tidbit about Denny. I, I love. Oh yeah, well I found out that Tommy Wiseau he originally wrote Denny as a um, mentally handicapped person, like either autistic or you know a high functioning artistic. Or this is after like doing the book and the play versions. Yes, he'd already spent years and years and years. <laughs> Developing these characters, <laughs> developing this piece, and uh, so yeah, so he developed his character Denny, how he's like a high functioning autistic or whatever. Um, but when it came down to filming the movie, he forgot to tell the actor that he was mentally handicapped. The and character, so yeah. he, he's playing it completely straight, but it's written for someone who's mentally. And so like that's why people are really confused with his actions and how he doesn't pick up on social cues and so. Like, and you kind of just like yeah, no, no, it's because he's supposed to be autistic in the movie. <laughs> but the so forgot to tell me. Actor, and so he's just playing it completely straight <laughs> while like taping two cameras together, which I love. There's, yes. 
Because <laughs> he's doing it on eight millimeter and on digital because you know just because and that's how it's done. You know, yeah. Six million dollars. That mi- was the budget of that movie. Six, Six million bucks. And it's made it back at this point. I know it has. Oh to yeah, have. no, it definitely. Has to you know, tenfold. But jeez, you know. You and if you're listening, why so? Why so? We want you. We need you. We do. We want you. We need you. We have and a ripe ironic, like straight up, like we want you. We to actually do in a movie that we're writing. It's for real. For real though. For really real. That's happening. We're gonna make this happen. What you want to play a game? Sure. All right. Let me ruin your favorite song. Let's come back in a second. I just wanted to break in the action to uh, to give a shout out to Earwolf.com, who's presenting this show currently. And if you like my show, you're gonna like a lot of the other shows they have. I mean, they have comedy Bang Bang, they have Sklarbro Country, Who Charted. The list goes on and on. All quality shows, really funny, really insightful people. And uh, make sure you rate and review my show, Nocturnal Emotions, on iTunes. Tell your friends to subscribe. Spread the word. It's gonna get better and better. This thing is a work in progress, you know. Um, and follow me on Twitter at Har- our superstar um, you know make comments in the earwolf forums just check out earwolf.com that's all i'm saying and if you use amazon affiliates link on earwolf help us pay the rent y'all So we're back. We're back. We're back All here. right, we're back. I'm here to ruin your favorite song. All right. Um, okay, so you've picked Where's My Mind by the Pixies. Yeah, I figured yeah, I, I, I get, I'd throw you a softball. You know, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Because I'm, you know, I'm just trying to get way too analytical about lyrics in this segment. And uh, this seems like perfectly uh, within my range here. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how this is going to work. Let's uh, listen to a little clip of the song. If we got that going, Mr. Engine. So we're back. We're back. So. We're back. We're back. You guys remember that song, right? I hope. (laughs) So, uh, with your feet in the air, your head on the ground, try this trick and spin it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what he's going for there. Like, is he saying, like, do you think he's already underwater? Because I feel like he's swimming in the Caribbean. If we're going to go really literal with this, yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, well, his, his feet are on the air, like, is, you know, like, or is it in the air? I think he says in the air, and yeah. your head's on the ground. Okay, yeah. Like, so, so is he talking about just doing a head spin? Because that's, I, like, I guess I mean, so. He's just kind of like, doing a straight-up head sp- headstand, but then he's like, try this trick and spin it. Yeah, so it's so a head spin. Is he twirling back to, like, is he spinning back to his feet, or is he just spinning like a top on I don't know because then your head will collapse and there's nothing in it and then you'll ask yourself where is my mind which seems pretty improbable to me because like if I were to just do a head spin I feel like the odds of my head actually collapsing in you know yeah yeah and then then actually being able to ask myself where where my my mind mind is like when my head's already collapsed you know what I mean that seems kind of irresponsible yeah yeah that that doesn't make any sense yeah I mean really I mean (laughs) if you want to get into it like this doesn't make any sense so far so you're you're with me I've ruined (laughs) your I've ruined this song for you now yeah 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 I mean 
I've always, you know, I've always kind of had a, a weird, like, you know, what the fuck with yeah. the song, you know? <laughs> so we move on, and, like, all his head's collapsed. He's asking himself where his mind is. And then out in the water, he sees something swimming. Something swimming. Which I want to know what that is. I mean, that's probably a Jaws reference or something. Yeah, lame, yeah, a mermaid like thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Little Mermaid. They're probably into the Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably it. That's what, I'm, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, the Little, the little Mermaid, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Jaws, you know. Jaws, one of the two, because that's the only two water things that have ever happened yes, in film that he ever. could reference. Or it could be the Kraken. It could oh, be the Kraken. Okay. <laughs> then it makes sense to me, or actually. And then, the you know Kraken. What I mean? <laughs> but the, the Kraken's just like bathing out there? Yeah, He's yeah. just swimming? Just, just, just swimming, you know. Having an afternoon just off? Just stretching his uh, tentacles. Squelching yeah. the fire a little bit and mm-hmm. just letting it all loose. In the just, car- he's yeah. in the Caribbean, for God's sake. Yeah. So he's got, he's got to let he's loose on, a little bit. He's on vacay. Just on a brief holiday. And then he gets into um, talking about a koi koi, which I think is just too easy of a, it's a, a reference. The rhyme, especially, yeah, is, the alliteration. You know, it's a little, a little too on the news. It's like the same word, but a different word. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that away from them. Yeah, okay. That's I mean, it's spelled differently, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a little too on the a little nose. too clever, a little too clever. Yeah, nobody likes a wordsmith. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you know what, because the, the lyrics just sort of like repeat. They go on and they repeat, you know, and it's very Where atmospheric. You know, Where you can enjoy the. Song from afar, but when you get into the lyrics a little bit, mm-hmm. it's a little harder to take yeah, it I mean, seriously really because likes the riff. It's really. kind of fakey, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's pretty fakey, and uh, well, you know, I think it also it brings some imagery to mind. Like people yeah. really remember the the very end of Fight Club with all the buildings collapsing, <laughs> you know. So they, I think they kind of get chills from that, or uh, they really like the riff. It's got a really good riff, and it's got a little hook in it. But like when you actually sit down and listen to the lyrics or like read them, like yeah, it doesn't really it doesn't make any sense. It's a bit of a stretch because you want it to be like, where is my mind like? Oh damn! I locked my keys in my car. Mm-hmm. Oh, I tripped. Yeah, but, you know what I mean. Yeah, but uh, where like, is my mind? Uh, not like I'm standing on my head and yeah. my brain's not there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. Sorry, boss. My my report's late. Where is my mind? Yeah, I, well, it's I, one like, of those, I, um, I have it done. I didn't return it. It's kind of I like a it. once in a lifetime where it's just kind of like it just kind of none of it really makes any sense. You know. <laughs> Although, like I've always thought of once in a lifetime. I always thought uh, I looked at it as if. Um, it was written from the point of view of someone with Alzheimer's. Like, this is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful wife. Yeah, you're like, where did this guy come from? You're like, get out of my house. I'm trying to eat How dinner. How did I get here? Like, you know. You're like, that is your just problem, an, dude. Just an old man. Like, uh, just like, you know, I poop my pants. Yeah, you're you know? like, I do not have time for this, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, exactly. Like my it's family's like, trying to eat. I have to go to work in I, the morning. Just, you know, yeah. Like, I have no time to deal with you. You're smoking yeah. in my living room. You smell. <laughs> you tracked in a bunch of mud. Yeah, because, uh, you know, under the water, <laughs> carry the water. <laughs> I think we've done that. We've slaughtered two songs. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Like two two for the price of one, suckers. <laughs> thanks for playing, man. Oh, of course. Thanks for, thanks for uh, involving me in your game. <laughs> so, man, I'm psyched for more art to come. Everything yes. happening. Uh, man, we're going to have more conversations. In oh, the yeah. Future, the, the, sure. more, the more the merrier. I'm, I'm, I'm always in. Whenever uh, someone cancels the last minute, I'll, I'll fill in for you. Hell Bam, yeah. That's me. That's it. I'll be, your, I'll be your seat filler. Yeah, you might take over the show. Shit. Yeah, yeah. That's true. You could do this. We can we can do this multiple times. We'll make it happen. We'll it's make it happen, happen, people. I'm like, psyched. Yeah, I don't think I've done an interview like in... 
Well, me and Adam did an interview together for the New York Times that didn't run. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was like the last interview I've done like in six years. So there you go. Whoa, so like, you, yeah, technically this Holy is like that. Like I don't really, yeah. So. Breaking, breaking the shell. So there you go. Exactly. Born afresh. Only, only, only Mr. Superstar. <laughs> only for Mr. Superstar. <laughs> cool. Get all the dirt here, man. I'm psyched. Exactly. There you <laughs> all go. All the fun casual the track, dirt, you know? I guess. Yes, yeah, so all the Culkin dirt. All the must, <laughs> the mold, the good times. All the good times. <laughs> well, sweet, man. Also, Tom. Tommy Wiseau, if Tommy, you're listening, if you're, if you're listening, we love you. We have a plump role for you. We do. It's actually it's a good one, and I know you think we're joking, but we're not. See, we're using our serious voices. Yes. So uh, contact Earwolf and um, Earwolf.com. They'll direct you to me. I'll get you on on camera, man. You need to be back in the, the limelight. Yeah, we got to make this happen. Hell yeah. Well, thanks, man. <laughs> thanks a lot. Hell yeah. Uh, Bam. Bam. Everyone heard that high five. Yeah. We out. That's real. <laughs>what a guy what a dude Macaulay Culkin can't thank you enough for coming on the show uh, we'll definitely we'll definitely be having you back another time or two or three I have a feeling we have not even scratched the surface um, there's a lot more to talk about you know and uh, here, well, here's the details guys uh, if you want to check out the art show that's opening this week with Macaulay Adam Green Toby Goodshank going under the name 3MB Collective Short for three men and a baby. Uh, it's this week, opening at Le Poison Rouge in New York City, um, 158 Bleecker Street. And if you downloaded this right away, the day it came out, uh, you're lucky, because it's opening September 13th. Uh, there's going to be a reception you can go to, uh, 6.30 p.m., go check out the art, have a drink, you know, pick the minds of all the... All the beautiful people that will be gracing the gallery at Le Poison Rouge. Um, I'll be there, you know, you can give me a high five. That's it. I also, you know, I want to give a big thank you to my friends Danielle, Dans, Johnson, and Chris Egan of the band Computer Magic for sitting down with me and uh, recording the theme song and making a bunch of interstitial music, just going above and beyond as just great friends and musicians and I, you know. I, uh, I can't thank you enough for helping me with this, and I hope we get to make more and make it bigger and make everybody a star. But uh, they're, they're, they're out on tour uh, with Ladyhawk somewhere in the U.S. or Canada right now. I guess you'd call that North America. Um, so, yeah, if you, if, you, uh, if you happen to be in the area where they're at, go give them a high five for me. Say, oh, yeah, you guys rule. Because they do. Um... Next week, I've got Ellen Page dropping by to talk the talk, walk the walk, get embarrassed with Harmar Superstar. Um, so that's going to be really fun. Tell your friends, you know, get on iTunes, uh, subscribe to the show, just go to earwolf.com. They are the best. I can't thank them enough for giving me the opportunity to do this show. And, uh, you know, that's going to be it. I'm going to sign out. You guys are the best. Booyah. And thank you from Harmar Superstar. This is Nocturnal Emotions. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com.
EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead Dale, y'all! This is Tony Rodriguez. This is Carlos Santos. This is Riza Licea. And this is Oscar Montoya. When our powers combine, we are Spanish Aquí Presents. We have a brand new podcast here on Earwolf, bringing you the best of the best of lo mejor of the Latinx comedy. Join us every Tuesday as we chat about what's going on in our lives, Latinx culture, and ¿qué es lo que? Lo que nos está picando. Lo que te pica. Don't worry, we'll tell you what that means if you listen. We'll also be joined by a new guest every single week. We'll get to know a little bit more about their lives. Every single week. Uh-huh. And then we'll make them sit back and watch us improvise their lives right back to them. Improvisation. <laughs> Spanish Aki Presents premieres July 16th. Subscribe now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. O donde sea. Spanish Aki Presents. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.